0: your lovely Abby Dagrin. Abby, 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 and welcome back to my podcast. Today I'll be speaking on LeBron James and I'll be explaining his natal chart. So it's something that I love to do depending on the recommendations I get. In my email, so today I'm going to do it on LeBron James. Please stay tuned for the rest of my podcast. So LeBron Ramon James was born on December 30th, 1984. And this qualifies him to be a Capricorn. So him having a Capricorn in sun means that he's very grounded. He's a very practical person. He's very patient. He's very resolute and is always looking for the next level to achieve I think a few months ago it did come out that he is officially a billionaire so these traits that are used for a Capricorn really does add to the reason why he's such a billionaire because he's very grounded he loves to work he's very patient And he's always looking for new ways to achieve. If you look at his career, he does like to collab with people. He does a lot of commercials, which helps him achieve a new level because a lot of people get to know about him. So this really does contribute to a lot of his success. Next is his Moon and Aries. So because he has a Moon and Aries, People who do have it are more than likely going to be very intense, they're going to be very fiery, they're going to be very passionate, and they're always ready for a new experience. And being ready for a new experience is kind of the same way as Capricorn, always wanting to go to the next level. So, if you look at a lot of his interviews, you do see that he is a passionate person, And at times, he can be intense, and you can see by his expressions on the court, when he's winning a game, you can see his intense nature and his fiery spirit. Also, with having a new experience, you do see him moving from team to team, so I feel as though he's the type of person that just won't stay with one team just to be committed. He tries his best to grow. And that's what I kind of see when he's on all of these different teams. For now, he's with the Lakers, but before, he was with a few teams before. Next is his Mercury in Sagittarius. Someone who has a Mercury in Sagittarius, they love having discussions with people, and they are very resolute in their convictions. So you do see him talking a lot about issues that may go on in the nba or just on a worldwide scale and when he does have a conviction lebron james is the type of person that won't walk down on something that he says even if a lot of people may not agree with him he is the type of person that is always open to discussions and he does go by what he believes in his heart they are also the type of people who always speak their mind. And when you listen to LeBron James, he's always speaking his mind. He doesn't speak for other people's opinions. What he feels about his subject, he's going to say it and just continue on with his life. Next is his Venus and Aquarius. People who have a Venus and Aquarius often use their intellectual proudness to show off for a potential mate. So some this usually likes to be in a relationship with someone who has a lot of wisdom and who's very smart, who, can, who they can have a conversation with. Not just for the looks or what the person can do for them. If they have a connection and if they're able to talk on topics that makes them intellectually happy and makes them intellectual, then that's the person that they want. That's the type of person that LeBron James tends to be because he did marry someone who's very sweet and very smart like Savannah. And you can see that he really does exhibit his Aquarius and Venus by his choice of mate. Next would be LeBron's Mars and Pisces. Some of the Mars and Pisces is about expressing themselves and going after things with love and compassion. So they try their best to be honest in everything that they do. They make sure that everything that is done after they leave the room or after their presence is left, the people who they were doing business with or they contacted with knows that there is a lot of love and compassion being used and being administer. They want to make sure that no one feels less than or inferior than them when they're dealing with a lot of things in life, whether that's business-wise, relationship-wise, or in any single facet that they encounter in life. They want to make sure that love and compassion is at the forefront of everything that they do, and people can see it and know that. Next is his Jupiter in Capricorn, and someone Jupiter and Capricorn, they love to gain wisdom and experience to add to their tried and true methods. So everything that they do in life, they make sure and they look at it calculated to see, oh, is this going to work out? Is this going to work out? And if this doesn't work out, I'm not going to use this towards my success, but I'm going to use it as a stepping stone. But since this works out, I'm going to use this towards my success. They're very experimental and they're very calculated in everything that they do. They try their best to gain as much wisdom as they can from a situation and not be too sad because I know in life we go through things and sometimes we can be sad and it can bring us down. However, someone with a Capricorn and Jupiter uses that information to increase what they want to do in life. And... Huge difficulties as a stepping stone. Next is LeBron James, Saturn, and Scorpio. Having a Saturn and Scorpio is one of the most powerful signs to have it in. And these people tend to be very secretive. People who have Scorpio or they're just a Scorpio in the Sun section, Usually are secretive type of people. However, when you have it in Saturn, there are different type of secretive. And being secretive isn't necessarily a bad thing. Because sometimes you don't need everyone to know everything about you. And it does bring a mystery about you. However, that's why a lot of people have issues with Scorpios. is because of their secretiveness. And having it in Saturn is very unique. And you can see this by LeBron James' behavior. He's really not that type of person that puts his family life on blast or he talks about a lot of things. He does keep to himself the majority of the time. Which is important when you're in the spotlight all the time because a lot of people don't really want their business out like that. So having a Saturn and Scorpio based on his position is not really that bad. Next is LeBron's Uranus and Sagittarius. Someone who has this placement is basically something of a renaissance person, and they like to dabble in everything. So they love to learn new information, and they love to gain a lot of understanding on different topics. So in LeBron James's case, you do see him as an NBA player. However, you see him going into things like Taco Tuesday, owning the... Um, trademark or copyright of Taco Tuesday, him going into this commercial, that commercial, owning stocks and different things. He is the type of person that dabbles in a lot of things and in a lot of subjects and topics. So this is a great example of him ha- having a Sagittarius in Uranus. He has another placement in Capricorn and that's in the Neptune place. And people who have a Neptune in Capricorn tend to focus on ways to increase their power, wealth, and their influence. He already has that in his Sun sign. However, in his Neptune sign, this is something that is exemplified to the max. You do see him doing different projects, always in commercials, playing on the NBA. He works year round 24 7 to make sure that his wealth his power and his influence is seen around the world whether that's in regards to social media the nba commercials you do see this a lot in him when he is involved in a lot of things that you wouldn't really typically think an nba player would be involved in however to increase all of this he is involved in a lot of things outside of the nba Up next is his Pluto and Scorpio. Someone who has a Pluto and Scorpio tends to look deeper into any situation. And they want to make sure they know everything before reacting. And they really want to know what's going on behind the scenes. They're not really surface thinkers and everything that's given to them, they're just going to take it. No, they have to see what's going on. What the situation is and what's causing the situation. To them, if there's a cause, there's an effect. If there is an effect, there is a cause. Nothing is what it seems and they're going to make sure they get down to the bottom of everything. This is why a lot of people who have a Pluto and Scorpio tend to be like detectives or things that are investigative in a way because They just want to know what's going down deeper. This is just not what's going on. Everything is not what it seems to them. They want to know what was the reason. Next is his North Node in Taurus. With him having the North Node in Taurus, he needs to work on sections such as loyalty, awareness of boundaries, taking things one step at a time, a sense of self-worth, Awareness of personal values, patience, persistence, forgiveness, gratitude. Enjoying life and having and honoring those who are in his life and himself. So having a north node and everything means this is places that you need to work on. So you can find your hidden gifts and your hidden talents. So for him to live his life to the most to the uttermost, he needs to really work on these parts of his lives, and he'll be able to accomplish anything that he would like in his life. Next is his Chiron in Gemini. Someone who has a Chiron in Gemini, they may find it sometimes difficult to speak their truth, and you may have a karmic energy of someone whose voice was unheard, or you were judged. You're also afraid of being misunderstood, and people will judge you and say that you're hypersensitive, and you may feel rejected at times, so in order for you to heal from this, try to accept new ways of processing your thoughts and your information, try different ways of speaking your point across, and because he has a lot of Capricorn in his chart, he may not struggle from this too much. Maybe when he was younger, he might have been able to suffer from this the most. But the older he is and the more that he has a lot of success, he will be able to speak his mind and how he feels. Next is his ascendant, rising of Gemini. Someone who has a rising in Gemini tend to be the track of all traits. They are very talented in a lot of things, and they exhibit a lot of, of talent from a young age. They are drawn to a lot of storybooks. They love to read. They love to get more information on a lot of things, and they love to talk a lot, which is good. They love to talk to a lot of people. They're very friendly in regards to that sense. They can be restless at times because... A lot of the information that they have, they want to share with others, so they're just always active, and they just want to just help a lot of people. Sometimes, they're the type to not commit to a person. They just are like, oh, I like you, but I don't know if I can really commit to you like that. So that's one trait that can be negative, especially if you want to have a good relationship with the person. And you guys can watch my And lastly is his Midheaven in Pisces. LeBron James is more than likely going to be susceptible to outside influences. And he may have a lot of sensitivity, which sometimes can disrupt his daily activities. He does need alone time to himself. And he wants this alone time so he can face the next challenge that he's going to go through in life. And they also... Someone who has a Pisces in midheaven truly understands their need and everyone else's needs. They are very creative. They love to go into different things and they love to get to know and learn about other things. So, him having a midheaven in Pisces really does and will show the softer side of himself and the side that a lot of people who are close to him mostly know. That's all I have for you guys today in regards to natal chart readings. Give me a voice message so you guys to know if you guys like this series so I can also post more. Um, I love you all. Please stay safe and healthy. You guys have a great weekend. And I will hear you guys on my next week podcast. Bye, lovelies.